So you're actually saying that you use music as kind of like a growth marker? Yeah. Wow. For, for timestamps, because mm-hmm. uh, actually right now, even looking at the songs that I've already written with mm-hmm. the lyrics that I've written, I would look at them right now from a different perspective. And I can't put myself in the shoes when I wrote it, mm-hmm. but right now I look at them differently and I find different connections to them and sure. I find different meanings in them. Hi, welcome to the Monique on the Mic podcast. I'm your host, Monique B. Thomas. And today we're talking with 17-year-old Yeva Poklanskaya. She is an incredible artist uh, that I've been working with since the age of 13. And we go through her journey. We talk about the fact that she plays several instruments, her current musical projects, how she uses AI to help her with creations, and the importance of having an artistic team around her to achieve her goals. Let's get at it. Everybody, please welcome to the show Yeva Poklanskaya. Hi, Yeva. How are you doing? Hi. Hi, everyone. Hi, Monique. I'm doing good. Thank you. And I'm very happy to be here. Well, we are, I'm happy to be here as well. We're here in London because we were here together working on yet another one of your projects. We were at Metropolis Studio here in London. And this is a crazy studio because so many famous people have been recorded there. Oh, yeah. Adele, um, Led Zeppelin. Uh, Elton John. Right. Oh, the list is long. Rita Ora. Oh, yeah. A lot. A lot. A lot of great people have been uh, recorded there. And shout out to our main recording engineer, Liam Nolan. We also had uh, another person come in and help us. His name is Sam Every Baker. That's his last name. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. they they were just fabulous. But anyway, um, I wanted you to come on the show because, as you know, this is an artist development show for singers. Right. And I think that your story is a bit different than what I usually tell and the, the people that I've already interviewed. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm mostly coming from the point of view of working with adults. Right. But you are 17. I am 17 years old, right. Yes. And we started working together when we met um, in, in Russia mm-hmm. when you were 13. Yeah. 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 So tell me a little bit about how you felt our meeting was in Russia so many years ago. Oh yeah, it was actually it was a life changing meeting for me. You know, I could first uh, I came to your master class in Moscow mm-hmm. that Sam organized, Profti, yeah. and the Profti team. A shout out again. Yes. Right. And so it was amazing. And actually, the the way that you were ta- you were talking a lot about the genres of music, the origins of it, which I you know like the culture in Russia it's different. And so we I didn't know a lot about it. And so at first the master class was a lot you know like for history, the background, and also just you know like getting the gospel feel. But then we had the private lesson, and mm-hmm. here I just discovered so many new things for technique, the things that my voice could do that I actually limited myself on. Mm-hmm. And so really you gave me such a new perspective and just a new uh, breath of fresh air that I was I wanted to learn more. And mm-hmm. so that's why that's our journey, how our journey began. And really I'm so thankful for the years that I've been working with you because it has been a you know, like a huge turning point for me. And there has been so many changes because we started working with, uh, because I started working with you. It really, I developed my, uh, the, the understanding of my voice, the way that I can control it and how I'm singing. And so, yeah, it's just, it was a, a game changer for me, you know, like lessons with you and having the opportunity to learn from you. And so I'm very thankful for that. Well, I have to say I'm very thankful as well, because as any teacher knows, 
it's always exciting when you have a student that works as hard as you do. You Thank know, you. that shows up, you know, whatever I give you, you come back with it and you, you, you know, you take that ball and you run with it and you're doing what I ask you to do and, and often more. And so it's very rewarding to teach someone like that. But it's also, you know, a little shocking, if I may say, because you are so young. So how is it that you are so responsible and hardworking and, and mature and clear at such a young age? Mm, that's that's a question that I'm not sure if I have the, the answer to. I guess it's just I have specific goals and dreams that I really want to achieve. And, uh, you know, this understanding of what brings you joy had come to me when I realized what music means to me. Mm -hmm. And so actually having the opportunity to move towards that dream with you, with the knowledge that you give me and the uh, already experience that we've gained here in London, recording my original songs, writing those songs, writing the lyrics, it really just encourages me to move forwards and to move again towards my aims and goals because I would really want to, you know, I can for my life, do writing music, singing, yeah. and just producing and everything that we're doing right now. And so I guess from the very young age when I discovered, and especially with you on the lessons, what I can do and what I can grow into or what I can become, mm -hmm. that was actually my goal. And I'm staying focused on that. And so because of that, I know what will bring me happiness and what brings me happiness right now. And so that's why I guess I'm, I'm staying focused to get mm -hmm. there. Can I ask you, do you know how old you were when you knew that music was the thing for you? I would say it was around when I was 11 years old, even though music came to me much earlier mm -hmm. in, in, in my years. Yeah, <laughs> in my years. In your ripe old years right. of 17. That's yeah. totally right. That's totally it. Actually, I it's an, it's an interesting story that I had a modal. I was actually in a modal agency when I was younger. Modeling agency. Yeah, okay. yeah. My mother just, I had a pretty face. Not she's, now. She's rather tall. She's very pretty. She's got very pretty oh, thank eyes and you. a nice smile. Oh, and these dimples. So yeah, the dimples was the thing that's, yeah, this is my signature. And, she, and of course, she's taller than me, but that's rather easy. Oh. So you were in a modeling agency. Yeah, I was. When okay. I, I was a child. I was a very pretty child and a very positive one. Like, I, I would say, a ray of sunshine, not like right now, oh. a depressing one. Yeah, right. really. <laughs> pretty much. Right. And so they had, I, I needed to have a talent. And I actually danced. Okay. And at first I danced, I did like splits and everything and okay. just, I actually want to see the video because I'm being told that I was so good and I'm like, I can't dance at all. <laughs> right. And so, and then we decided to actually try out singing. And my first ever song that I sang was from Rapunzel, The Tangled. Uh, yeah, my, from, sorry, from Tangled, uh, Rapunzel song. Uh, I forgot the name, sorry, because okay. it's in Russian. Okay. But yeah, it's just that at that time, I actually, I felt when I was performing that, I was feeling like this is what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Because just singing and being there on stage, I was four, right? And I actually, oh, wow. yeah. And so I was just like, yeah, I like this. And my mother actually heard that I'm, I learned the song very quickly. Mm -hmm. And so we thought, okay, she hears music. Let's mm -hmm. go into that direction. Right. And from there, my journey began with classical piano mm -hmm. and also at the same time, jazz vocals and mm -hmm. soul. But and also Russian music, because otherwise you would not be able to, you know, be in any competitions in okay. Russia. Yeah. But overall, from there, uh, I started, you know, like doing music. And at 11 years old, when I already understood how much I've, you know, like how much songs I already sang, I 
and I started writing my own music, yeah. that actually gave me another just kick, you know, like to, yeah. towards just, yeah, you have to do this seriously now and just work. Yeah. It's, it's so funny. It's like at 11 years old, you realize I've got to get serious now. I mean, yeah. That's, 11. Be, <laughs> right. Be, because you only have only lived in your body, as mm -hmm. far as we know, it doesn't probably doesn't ring weird to you that you're so clear and focused at 11. I mean, I work with people of all ages mm. from uh, younger than you to people in their 70s. And I can tell you that many of them are not nearly as clear as you are about their vocal goals, their musical mm. and artistic goals. So I'm telling you bravo to you because a lot of them are just spinning their wheels trying to figure out what they want. Because if you don't know what you want, then... You don't know what you should be doing. You don't know what to focus on. You don't know how to work. You don't know what team you need around you. Oh, I totally agree with that. And actually, I would say that uh, another reason for my focus is my parents' support mm -hmm. because they really supported me. All, you know, like When they found out that I can sing, they're like, yeah. okay, if you like that, we can continue doing it. And I'm like, yes, I do. And so actually right now I just remembered that I had the, you know, like after I already started singing and started learning songs, I have actually recordings of myself when I'm like five years old. Of course, I'm just like very open-minded and I'm very positive and just recording myself because I love that. And I'm just singing Ella's song, you know, like just uh -oh. improvising, doodling, doodly do, right? Just right. like that. And yeah, it, I was already excited about creating. And mm. so that's why music for me is just as a clear canvas where you can paint your own picture of yeah. life. And it's just a way of looking at life from your perspective and sharing that with the world. And it really inspires me in that way because I will want at least that to have, you know, to, to exist for as, as something that I'm going to leave, leave my mark, or at least I'm going to provide people with a different view or a different perspective upon how they're living or how oh, wow. someone lived. And so I think that that's very impactful. And for me too, actually, when I release that, you know, like not energy, but that perspective, I actually, as if I'm free from it and I can look from a different one. Oh, wow. And okay. so for me, it's really changing my understanding of life. Okay. Because because of that, and I think also it you know like connects us you know like as a world because we can see that other people also uh, identify with what I might be saying in my music or how mm -hmm. I might be singing or they just feel it the way that I feel it you know like even when music doesn't have any lyrics we still can you know like feel mm -hmm. the soulfulness or we can identify in a certain you know like point of your life when you felt that way or you remind you have a memory and you just you know that that music really rings when you think about something specific okay. and so in that sense I think that that is why it's powerful and that's why I really want to create and create because it's just something new that you bring into the world and it just brings so many opportunities to everyone wow that's a mouthful right there yeah but, <laughs> but you know what obviously um as a singer and songwriter uh, and we can hear it that you are a communicator you're somebody that has a lot of stories to tell and you're very fluent in how you tell them. So I want to talk about your music a bit mm -hmm. because, again, your songs are very mature. Thank um, you. I've had the pleasure of working with you on other projects, of previous projects, and one of the things I see as a common thread is your view of politics, mm. your view of world, the world and adults in, in relationships in general. Mm. Um, and they're not always, you know, they're not, you know, rainbows and, and candy And popcorn, yeah. they're almost, you know, they're very adult because they're very realist. It's like, hey, this some of this stuff really stinks. 
you know, um, can we talk about that for a second? Yeah, of course. Actually, uh, it's not an issue, but what I've been thinking a lot about because music is mostly about love and not 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 mostly, but there's a lot of songs about love. Sure. Right, and I actually find it hard to to write songs about love, and I think that right now, especially from my perspective of being seventeen years old. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to find that you know like experience of loving and having that deep love for someone or a deep connection and you know like those sweet moments. I didn't really have that. However, I do have a certain you know like I'm learning about the world a lot, mm-hmm. and I really love reflecting that in my journey, in my musical journey, because uh, the more I learn the more I have to share and the more mm-hmm. I have I want to filter. And so like I said, when I'm I'm writing something, it brings me I'm I'm free from what I've said okay. and I can say something new. And okay. so in that sense it also helps me to move forwards with okay. with how I'm seeing the world. And it's like, you know, like when a child grows and you just ride their height and then mm-hmm. they grow further. And so for me, music is pretty much like that because you just share that lens that you had at that time of your at life. Time. And then you move forwards and it's, the lens doesn't go, but it just, or, or maybe you can remove it or, or have it there, but it just, it enriches and you have more colors with every year. And so actually that's what I, I use music again for. So just to, just to explore that. So, you're actually saying that you use music as kind of like a growth marker? Yeah. Wow. For, for timestamps. Because mm-hmm. uh, actually, right now, even looking at the songs that I've already written with mm-hmm. the lyrics that I've written, I would look at them right now from a different perspective. And I can't put myself in the shoes when I wrote it. Mm-hmm. But right now, I look at them differently and I find different connections to them and sure. I find different meanings in them. And that's why, you know, like, it's as if you, you're reading your favorite book. Mm-hmm. And at one uh, you know, point of your time, or your, your life, sorry, uh, you read it one way. Mm-hmm. And then the book doesn't change, but you change. Yes. And when you reread it, it's yes. different. You've got a different perspective. Yeah, yeah. So then it really sounds like you're learning and growing very quickly. Well, I hope. I hope I am. Cause, well, yeah. Because, let's see, these songs that we recorded this week, um, for, for information... Um, I'm the vocal producer on this project. We yeah. did three songs in the studio in three days, and um, you've you started rec- uh, you started writing them when? Oh, the songs that we recorded. So uh, one of the songs was written, I think, in twenty twenty one. Okay. Uh, the other, the other were written, I think, in twenty twenty three. So, okay. yeah, they are pretty recent. I have a lot from 2020, from the coronavirus you know, yeah. times. A lot. Lot, I just, to, lot to talk about. Yeah, I just didn't look through the audio files. I'm too lazy to go that far. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, oh, what's the recent ones? I just want to finish those, okay. right? Because they're in my head and they're pretty much stuck. When you get a melody that yeah. you came up with, I record them on audio files. And then one just pops into your head like constantly. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it even goes, you know, like, I don't know, a couple of months pass. Like, for example, right now, I think a couple of days ago, I had one melody come up. And I'm like, what song is that? Mm-hmm. I think I know the song. And I even have one word that I associated with. But then I'm like, wait, it's my song. <laughs> it's something I, I recorded. I wrote it. <laughs> yeah, it's something yeah. I recorded once, and then I'm going through the files by this word that I associated with, and mm-hmm. I find it right. Yeah. And even though I didn't write anything else, it just that this word identified the feeling that I was singing with, and what I looked at it, you know, like at the melody from mm-hmm. perspective. And so, yeah, that's pretty much how it works. Would you say that unfinished songs haunt you? 
Yeah. They, they like, do. They're, they're like, like ghosts. the boogeyman under the bed. Oh yeah, totally. Until they you scare me. Them? Yeah, yeah, wow. pretty, pretty much. And I still have a lot that come from an age. Yeah, I have a song that I wrote when I was eleven. It was kind of like my first song. It's I didn't finish it yet, but I have it like really just somewhere in somewhere. In the, yeah, somewhere in my head, and it pops up. I'm still and then here. It goes, yeah, please finish me. And I'm like, yeah, I will get to you. Yeah, once. And so yeah, just really songs haunt me. Yeah, but in a good way. Wow. So it's kind of amazing because you are in your last year of high school mm-hmm. and you're prolifically writing all these songs. Cause so you've already told me that you've got like three or four more songs yeah. that you're working on that are haunting you. Yeah. And yet you're preparing to finish high school and go to Berkeley. Yeah, that's true. School of music in Boston. Yeah. How exciting is that? That is very exciting, and actually, uh, you, you know that, but in the, in the summer of 2023, I've been to the uh, five-week summer camp when I got the audition, and then mm-hmm. the, in October, I found out the results, and so it has and been... And congratulations, a- oh, by yeah. the way. Thank you so they much. They are in order, so... No, thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I think uh, Berkeley is an amazing school, and throughout the five week, uh, I have really the most important part there right now. How I understand is the music community because mm-hmm. the people that I got to meet, the ones that I got to perform with, the ones that I got to work with, record even small covers with, and just improvise. It was an, an amazing experience because I actually never have been in such a music environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've only been with professionals like you. You know, like mm-hmm. with for lessons but unfortunately never with the ones that are my age you know like just sure. to see when we're pretty much on the same level musically but yeah. you know like in different instruments and just can evolve together or create some something you know like from our two un- undeveloped perspectives you know like mm-hmm. of young people right and so I guess this was a very new experience for me and I'm really really looking forward to Berkeley in that sense because Really, the music community brings a lot. Everyone has their own talents, sure. and everyone's good at, per- at a particular thing. For example, someone's good, amazing at rhythm, right? Mm-hmm. And the other one is amazing at riffs. Another one is amazing at harmony. And just mm-hmm. you know, like collaborating together and creating something out of those amazing elements, you create something incredible. Right. And so it's just like plus plus plus. So you you're just yeah. adding amazing things. And I'm really looking forward to that and just gaining experience and learning a lot of how to actually collaborate collaborate with musicians on stage and how to you know like create something together and I think that would be an, an amazing experience for me. Wonderful. So this may seem like a redundant question but I'll ask it anyway. At the end of your time at Berkeley, what is it that you hope to have learned or achieved or accomplished? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, because I'm writing songs, mm-hmm. uh, I would really love my music theory knowledge to uh, increase for mm-hmm. sure. Because I know that uh, I'm I'm doing things, but I don't know how to name them. Sure. And that's I I would really want to understand what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Also, I would really want to learn production just to you know like level up my game in mm-hmm. you know, creating my music and having the tools to do what I have in my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that would be amazing. And of course, just growing as a performer because I've learned so much from you technically and stylistically and I would want to right now use the knowledge on stage or just in action just be be there as a musician mm-hmm. right and so in that sense 
yeah, that that what I experienced on stage and as a musician. Because right now I had school, you know, like yeah. and I was learning from you and I was doing that all by myself. But mm-hmm. actually being in the industry already, right, right? With, the, with the university, you're still in the industry because you're surrounded by everyone from the industry, yeah. right? And so that would be really a again a changing moment for me because I'll be able to use everything that you taught me, but in real life and in experience. Right. Right. So it's it's just always amazing to me because in your short years you've done so many things. So you you play piano. I think you also play trumpet, right? Yeah, a little bit. But yeah, I'm trying to improve in in trumpet. I began uh, learning how to play bass. Okay. And yeah, I really love bass. Yeah. I mean, like I I don't know why. It's just when when you listen to music, it's the one that leads the groove yeah. of, like most of the time and you want to dance because of it and I just want to have yeah. the power over the people with the, with the bass <laughs> just walking around after them playing dance. the bass. Just dance. dance. Yeah. And so that's that's my dream to calm people with basses uh yeah but and also yeah of course singing and trying to do some production of course i would say the piano knowledge for me it, it is the key to produce and to write songs yeah. because this is the one that i i use most of the time sure. but actually i would really want to use more of the trumpet playing that I've already learned mm-hmm. and also the bass. I already try. Mm-hmm. And actually one of the songs that we just recorded was okay. actually inspired by bass line that I wrote when I just started playing, just like I got the bass line, I'm the bass, I mean, sorry. And I which just one? started, which one was it? It's on a mine. On a mine. Okay. Yeah. And I just got, I just got the bass and I decided like, just create some melodies and I just started playing. I'm like, okay, let's sing over that. And I created the song. And okay. so, yeah, right now, even though it's not the leading instrument in the song and in yeah. the arrangement, it kind of what inspired the idea. Nice. Nice. So let's talk a little bit about the team that surrounds you. That's, um, yeah, let's just talk about the team at Profty that's been following you. Uh, for several years and and how that's affected you yeah so uh we know that well i know that it all had begun with you and with so you know meeting sam and prof t team and through the prof t team uh we met you and i've uh, already started learning uh, i studied from you for two years and then i started working with greg mm-hmm. from the prof t team for my technique with mm-hmm. you we continued working on the style with greg mm-hmm. on the technique and then we uh, we also at the same time i think because we were preparing for the voice Yes, because she uh, yeah. got on the Voice Kids in Russia. Yeah, I, I did get on the Voice Kids in Russia, and I was performing in Samantha's World, which is a mm-hmm. very emotional song. And I would mm-hmm. say for me, again, like I said, it's hard to connect with love songs. And mm-hmm. here I really needed support, the, the support to understand what I'm singing about. Sure. But yeah, and so that's why we I, I met Rhonda Carlson. Yes. That helped me with you know like, performance and acting on stage and mm-hmm. understanding the meaning to get the emotion there, which was very, very helpful for me to get that energy for for the song right yeah because being i think i was 15 uh yeah, at the time i think so yeah yeah, yeah. i hope that sounds right, right. Yeah. yeah and so it was hard for me to understand where i'm getting the energy from or what emotion i am and so when we worked it out it really really did help yeah. and so this combination of having ronda on the acting and emotions then greg on technique and mm-hmm. how to do everything and of course you on the style to be able to express the emotion that we worked mm-hmm. out right and to be able to do it beautifully and you know like just in the best way possible 
was what really made this performance very memorable for me. And further, our further works with my first album, the original song, seven mm-hmm. of the, seven of them. Seven, yeah. Yeah, and right now, of course, uh, the future projects that we are already working on. Yeah, so <laughs> we just literally, this is the last day of the studio, and we went and had uh, some dinner and she's showing me her next project. She's already planning the next trip. And I'm yeah. like, this girl does never stop. She just doesn't stop. And yet, you know, you can tell by listening that there's a goofiness to you, that there's a lightheartedness to you. As, as serious as you are, you maintain a goofy side that we both share. Because I'm course. goofy, uh, obviously. Yeah. Um, just to clarify, so uh, Sam uh, Bagsdazarov, from uh, he's the um, owner and creator of Profty, and Profty. What we do at Profty is we support artists. It's artist development and support. We are a team that comes together and we work on all the aspects of what a singer needs to have in order to be effective. Because we don't want singers who are just technically uh, proficient. Technique is extremely important because it's going to allow singers to sing well for a long time. But also they have to look like something on stage and they have to um, express emotion in a way that doesn't feel like it's canned or or fake. It has to be authentic and it has to work for that particular artist. It can't be, you know, the same stuff that we see everywhere where everybody's got a mic in their hand and they look like they're eating an ice cream or whatever. Yeah. Um, And and then, of course, it's about also helping the the artist to develop their personal style that becomes their signature that people will, you know, recognize as soon as they hear that singer. So this is Sam um, that put together Profty because he has a love for artists and artistry. And he himself, in his own way, is is also an artist. And um, having him bring this team together to help you has been wonderful to watch because, um, like I said, working with you from 13 to 17, which I can tell you is a privilege because not all the students that I work with um, hang in there long enough to see the fruits of their labor. You know, you're able to do the things you're able to do in the studio today because of all the years of work you've done. I mean, and when I tell you this girl works during that horrible COVID period, I was working with her seven days a week, an hour a day, you know, uh, I've had her sometimes she's come to visit and I've seen her and we worked eight hours a day for several days in a row. I've never seen anybody work like this. And I'm not even just talking about children. I'm talking about adults. She is a worker and yet she's lighthearted. So um, it's just really been a pleasure to watch you grow. I'm so excited for you. Oh, thank I'm you. proud of you. I'm looking forward to seeing what you're going to do because you always come up with something and like, where did that come from? And right. I'm like, okay, well, let's ride with it. Your creativity is, um, it's endless. And it's something I wish other people could latch on to that, you know, as, as children, I think naturally children are very creative. I think it gets taught out of us. Mm-hmm. So if I ever had one thing to say to you is I would say, keep that. Don't change that. Don't ever change that because I think with the creativity, even though things in the world aren't always pretty, there's lots of ugly things in the world. You know that from living where you live and the things that you've had to go through, unfortunately. It's not always, you know, roses. But being able to create 
even it's like being able to make uh, lemonade out of lemons. Mm-hmm. You know, you're still telling stories and these stories need to be told and they need to be told even from your perspective, you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I would love for you guys to hear this stuff. So I'll make sure that I put all her social media links so you can hear some of her older works and we'll, and you'll get to hear eventually when this stuff yeah. comes out. Cause I know you're working on getting that. We don't have dates yet, mm-hmm. but it's, it's on its way and Absolutely. you're planning on doing some videos as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so each song one by one will come soon. Right. right. Now, <laughs> for sure. the, the other thing that also gets me is because you have such a strong vision because not only do you have a vision for what you want this to sound like, mm-hmm. you already have a vision for what you want this to look like. Right. So tell me a little bit about your vision board and how you put that together, your well, mood board. Yeah, first of all, our discussions about AI have really <laughs> affected that, okay. right? Because, of course, uh, yeah, I actually, in, in my lifetime, again, mm-hmm. uh, I had the experience to draw things and mm-hmm. I was a, a designer, so I really like to picture things. And I, I know that you know that, but when we're going through my original songs or any mm-hmm. song and we're going through style, I'm actually, instead of writing any words, I'm just drawing. Because okay. this really, the, the picture of what I'm singing, as if, you know, wavelengths and frequencies mm-hmm. and everything I actually draw in waves and that really helps okay. me to understand yeah I'm weird in that sense because I picture everything and I have this particular vision of how I know what this line means what this warm means mm-hmm. right that I drew and so yeah in that sense I always have pictures in my head mm-hmm. it's like I think one of the classical music's uh, music when they wrote the music and also they wanted to do the lights I'm so mm-hmm. sorry I forgot the composer was it Jenny? no I don't know okay but I, I think no worries. I you, you got about. it <laughs> right and so in that sense when I already wrote the songs and I already know the meaning and I know what it means I mean I, and I know what I want to say mm-hmm. I start a picture of a video that mm-hmm. would actually add to the meaning and mm-hmm. add uh, another sense uh, of mm-hmm. understanding of yes. what I'm trying to say and the the for example if I'm singing about fear mm-hmm. I don't really only want you to hear it I want you to see it and I want you to feel it and mm-hmm. I want you to feel the goosebumps or the hair mm-hmm. just like literally going up on your skin and I really want to do that through all the senses and in that sense uh, I think that the pictures that I'm trying to, you know, like, that I did with AI right. really helped me get even the storyline for the videos. So I'm pretty much right now with the AI, with the help of AI, mm-hmm. I did some storyboards and mood boards that really like a, will be very useful and helpful for as a director for the music videos that would support the songs and would, gotcha. would go with them. And so for the songs that we've been working on, I actually have mood boards and storyboards for each one. Okay. Because and it really did help for me to understand what I'm trying to say also musically mm-hmm. and what I want to do stylistically and emotionally and the volume wise, everything. And so it really for me is also very important to see what you mean. Not yeah. only here but it, it helps me paint a clear picture. Right. So it's interesting because um, every day before your recording session, we'd warm up the voice. Yeah. And today you said something really interesting to me, and but I understood exactly what you said, what you meant. Um, we were talking about a color. Uh, well, we were talking about mm-hmm. the voice being a little harsh or strident when it's too high, if something's written too high. It's like, yeah, it's just really yellow. And then I point it to like almost like a neon, almost green yellow, like yeah. an acid yellow. Uh, yeah. And we both knew what we were talking about. Right. And, and that spoke to me very much. In fact, 
we talked about some other things when we were talking about something being muddy. It's like, yeah, that's really gray. It's really dark. And, mm. and I think it, you know, as an artist, we are sensitive. We feel things, but it's also, you know, all of the senses. So yeah. you talked about you want them to feel it, to see it, this, to see it even smell it and taste it. You know, yeah. all of our senses are um, are heightened or awakened. Mm. And as a as an artist and as a, especially as a writer, right. being able to tap into that is amazing. Oh, definitely, right? Like in poetry, when they use, you know, like we have that analysis of sensory imagery mm-hmm. and you like really can say that this is oral imagery or any other type of it. And really, it really helps you paint the picture and really envision yourself in that place and, uh, you know, like time and space. And so really that's, that's what I'm trying to get when I'm also creating storyboards, wood boards, and just drawing all around my <laughs> notes, you know, like with all the lyrics. Okay, nice. So I want to just a few more things because I know you're tired. I'm definitely tired because we did we did we did three days. This this girl is such a worker. The hardest thing I had to do with her was to get her to stop working. (laughs) It was like she's like, (laughs) no, I can go more. I'm like, no, we we have everything. We have everything. (laughs) Let's just quickly talk about Mm -hmm. your angle on AI because AI obviously people are talking about it everywhere, and you've got the for and the against it. A lot of people are afraid of what AI can do, and especially as it pertains to art. What is your take on AI? Well, first of all, just so everyone knows, uh, I always say thank you to the AI, just <laughs> just, just in case, right? <laughs> just so everyone knows, and just so they also know, they, we don't know who they are, yeah. but maybe in many years we will. So Please yeah, but, thank you. Right? right, right, right. Thank you. People thank like- you. I am. I really appreciate you guys. Right. <laughs> Sorry. That's for the future. Yeah. Now back to the present. Uh, so I think that AI is very useful for us if mm-hmm. we use it in the right way. Yeah. So I don't think that we it will ever be able to replace, you know, like what we create, even though it will create something off its own, it's, it's, it's still going to be using already what exists. Right. So it can't, create something new, you know, especially like I just described when you create something basing on what you lived through, Mm -hmm. because it is a, an, I would say all living, you know, like it's, it's pretty much, it doesn't have a a birth or death. It's pretty much, it just exists. And we really, we go through that process of actually growing up, of maturing and then going, you know, like just an aging, like really pretty, we have a life cycle in that sense. And so we're going through many stages and every, everyone have a different, has a different viewpoint on life that developed through, through the ages and through the years. And so in that sense, I think we can use AI to create what we want. So for example, like I told you with a storyboard, mm-hmm. I have an idea and I just describe it and it helps me paint it into a picture to show it to other people so they would know what I want from a video clip and we could create it. Right. And so for me, I think that's a, it is wonderful to use as a guide. Mm-hmm. It is wonderful to use. I know that many use it as, I think, for music uh, sometimes to find mm-hmm. the particular sounds. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also very helpful when you don't have as many, like, or you don't know how to use, you know, like the technological things for sure. the production. Sure. And so in the beginning, it really helps or helps you to get closer to what you want to create. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's really another brush 
uh, for us as painters mm -hmm. to use. And it's just, it has a lot of tools in yeah. this brush. It can paint both, uh, I don't know, like dots and lines and double lines and triple mm -hmm. lines. And so I think that it really helps us to paint the picture that we want to exist. And so, yeah. Nice. Did you find it easy to start to use? I did find it easy. It's because I'm a big talker, and I think you can say, I think you can sell that. No. Uh, yeah. And I actually, sorry. And I actually wrote like huge texts to it describing one picture that yeah. I wanted from it. And I got every detail that I asked for because I was very detailed. Okay, in that corner, I want that. And so, if, if we're talking about pictures, right? Sure. Yeah. So I was, I was just really writing an essay. On, and on a picture that I want from it. Okay. And it worked. And so it really saved me time from actually saying, no, that should be there. Even though, yeah, I did, I did that too. It saved you time because you were clear. Yeah, yeah it's, it's okay. about being clear and getting your idea to the AI so it okay. could process it and give you the result. And so, yeah, in that sense, it was very easy. Just be clear about your directions because you should understand uh, the AI is a technological object that needs to get clear the directions of right. where to turn if you're saying left left and it's actually left right it's not gonna go left right because it doesn't know that you you made a mistake right okay. and so in that sense it just goes it follows your commands and you need to be as clear as possible even if you put an emotional you know like i mean a human aspect on it you mm -hmm. know like with descriptions it still gets it because it works on experience like what exists in the internet already from sure. us and so yeah that's how i use that's it. crazy so you guys out there that are listening that may be older, most of you are probably older, you can see that this 17-year-old is using the heck out of AI, but it's always her guiding it. It's not AI is not coming up with something that she didn't give it. She, it's going off of what she gave it. So oh, yeah, definitely. Bravo to you for using AI to your artistic uh, ends. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you. Thank, we, we discussed it with you and it really helped me to actually get where I wanted to with the songs, especially and with the video clips and the f future ideas for what we would what we would want to create for the songs. And so, yeah, it was actually very, very useful. And I think that when you're not clear to AI, it creates something of its own and it really and you can feel that it's not yours. And right. so it's, it's not what you want. And so that's why that's when you want to change what you wrote or just write it again. And so right. it will change it, change the result. And until you get what you want. And so okay. that's pretty much what I'm working for. That's my target, to get what I envision or what, right. what I had in mind, not what something that the AI replaced with. Right, right, right. right. Mm -hmm. Did you have any weird experiences like glitches because i i know i did some stuff with ai and i wound up with like six or seven fingers <laughs> oh definitely like, I, had... I didn't ask for seven fingers <laughs> oh yeah i had three hands like uh, also ai does some funny things as if it wants you to struggle just with life <laughs> it's like as if we don't have problems soon like enough yeah, right. yeah it's enough right and so <laughs> it's especially when it's so specific please put the right hand up and it does the left like as if like you you got it right and so i'm saying okay then put the left hand up and he put you know like, because he worked reversely right and I'm you just, said he oh i'm sorry <laughs> it. Uh, it i'm sorry you're scaring me uh, no maybe i'm getting close to them because i speak to them mostly in my life <laughs> right it's just they're my friends oh, they God. it yeah and so i already they're my friends yeah for for life truly and you're after that you're scaring me yeah i know inside <laughs> time oh gosh. All right. good luck well, right <laughs> i'm gonna ask you a few more quick questions yeah, of course. um what did you learn from this particular experience in the studio because you had an, an experience before and this is a, a bit of a different one 
Oh, it what was, are your takeaways? Yeah, having you as a vocal producer really changed the experience for me totally and, and drastically. Because the first uh, album that I was recording, the original songs that we worked on, really, yeah. we worked a lot on. However, because we were in different parts of the world, I yeah. had to kind of be in the studio by myself. Yeah. And that was that was harder that was much much harder because when you're working just you and student then the studio engineer mm -hmm. just the artist you you sing but you can't sing and hear what you're singing sure you need to listen through it and so pretty much we did a lot of you know like a lot takes. of takes yeah. yeah and we, we already had them on files and instead of actually choosing them you know like along the way mm -hmm. while you're singing and you have this vision we kind of had them had them in the one folder, and after and it was already I left the studio. We didn't make a final track, and so okay. only after that we put the pieces together. And the puzzle wasn't as perfect as I would want it to be. Sure. And now with you being there and guiding the process and guiding actually each phrase that I'm singing and hearing the rhythm, the melody, the harmonies, everything, the backing vocals that you, the the amazing backing vocals that you wrote. Um, Thank you. Yeah, and so everything that it was guided by you, and that really helped the process go so smoothly as it did. And in the end, having after each day having this final track already laid down because we chose, you know, like the the we best went parts. It. Yeah, we went yeah, through, we went through it immediately. Right, immediately, and that's that's very important because you just had this ideas and you understand what you want, and so that's when you need to do the final part because it's fresh in your head. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And so in that sense, we already had everything mm -hmm. and that really we just if we heard something it just was small parts that we needed to change mm -hmm. and so in that sense I really I enjoyed that so much because I didn't have to think about anything else I just had to think about the phrase that I was doing the emotions that I wanted to do and how I want to feel through it and what I imagine while I'm singing it how I want to sing it to who I'm singing it mm -hmm. and so I'm just I'm focusing already on what Rhonda is working on with you know like performance acting because that's what you work on when you are sure about your style and yeah. when you're sure about your technique yeah. and so I was very thankful for that because you gave me an opportunity to feel free in the studio and not to be you know like just stuck with your thoughts on something that you can't do or something that you didn't thought through yet with mm -hmm. the style and so I was very thankful and it really made this process this the whole journey the whole three days they mm -hmm. ran through so fast because it, it, it just it, it was amazing and I enjoyed it I have to say you were just such a joy to um to direct because I had it in my in my head how mm -hmm. I wanted everything to be recorded, mm -hmm. and you know there were certain phrases I may have asked for more because I knowing you I'm like I think mm -hmm. she can give me more and and then when I finally got what I needed, mm. you're like well I can do more I'm like no we don't need more we've got it he's like but I can right. do more I'm like it's good it's good right. your work ethic is is just so good and you know to start at seventeen with that. Thank you you know just keep going with that yeah of course i want to close out with one last thing mm -hmm. that i think is an important ingredient now, we've talked about the fact that having a team is instrumental yeah. in getting the best results that you yeah. want mm -hmm. and the truth is all the great singers and artists they all have a team yeah. you may not hear them you may not see them or you know hear about them or know about them mm -hmm. but trust me if they're if they're making great music and doing great art yeah. There's a team of people around to help them learn their skills and edit, right? right? Mm -hmm. But you have something that a lot of other people don't have, which is the support of your family. Oh, yeah, definitely. So I want to talk about them because they are so lovely. Yeah, yeah. So 
my whole family supports me in my journey and in my dreams and my goals. Actually, everyone, my mother, my father, my brother, they're all there. And actually, my brother was one of the kind of, no, no, he, he helps us with, you know, like the traveling and mm-hmm. everything for us all to meet. Mm-hmm. And so that was thanks to him a lot. And he helps me with the, with the lyrics because he studied philosophy in England. Mm-hmm. And so in that sense, uh, it's really helpful when I have this, um, this friend and my brother who can kind of read through the lyrics and, you know, like be critical about them or mm-hmm. say what makes sense and what's not. And so I can rewrite and then come back to him. So he kind of is like an English literature teacher for me mm-hmm. with my, you know, like, with my lyrics and my mother and my father of course they support me in every possible way mm-hmm. and of course my mother currently which came to to this project yeah. to this yeah she she devotes a lot of time to me and yeah. she really i was i would say she sacrifices her own time for me and, and mm-hmm. for me it does look like a sacrifice because i understand that she could have done something that you know or, or she could have relaxed because she has her own job sure. yeah that takes a lot a lot of time but instead of that she chooses to help me out and just invest in my future and mm-hmm. in my goals and dreams and be part of it and like record some yeah. some haze and uh, hose right sorry haze only haze right? yeah. no yeah. hose <laughs> no, without that you, right. you guys all have, this is kind of an inside joke but we needed some some loud yelling in the in one of the songs that's a bit uh, political and so I needed more than one voice and so yeah. I had um, her mother come in and also Sam you can find Sam our famous yeah. Sam. Uh, of Profty, he's on there yelling his head off, having a good time uh, on this particular project. But, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's really just warm. It warms the heart to see your family because everybody's so, so sweet. Mm-hmm. And yet, like I said, you're really serious about your work, but you're not overly serious. So it's, it's such a rare combination because usually people who are serious are uptight, mm. but you're not uptight. You're like super fun. Right. And and they're fun too, you know, they they like sarcasm and things like that yeah. and they you know, they like their wine, you know. Um, <laughs> right. But seeing that combination, I'm sure there's lots of listeners out there who didn't get the support that they would have liked to have gotten mm. yeah. from their parents, whether it's financial and moral or moral. Yeah. I mean, you get both. Oh, parents. definitely. Yeah. My parents believe uh, in me and in what I create mm-hmm. and uh, they trust whatever I do and whatever we do because mm-hmm. we are working towards the same dream that I aspire. Yes. And so in that sense, I'm, I'm very thankful to my parents. And they really support me in all the ways that, that are possible. And I'm grateful to be born in this family and to yeah. have such parents. It, it is a gift. It is a gift. Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you what. You're a gift. Oh, Your you. artistry is a gift to this world. You have these wonderful stories to tell, and I can tell that you're... I, I just know. I, I know we're going to look back on this day and be like, yeah, she already said it, but I, I just know you're going somewhere with this, and I oh. can't wait to see what you do. I would love to have you back when one of your singles comes out so we can talk about that. I would and, love that. And make sure that we get people to hear it and listen to it. Yeah. And so you guys make sure you check out the uh, the show notes so you can see all of her social media stuff and you can see all of the covers that she's done and also all of her original work that's out and then the stuff that's coming. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time out after these long three days oh, no. to talk to me. I enjoyed this. Sorry for talking so much. No, no. <laughs> yeah. no it's I'm talkative. Yeah. yeah. No. no. 
<laughs> nah. But yeah. it's all good. It's, you know, you're a communicator. You're a natural-born communicator, and so it's mm-hmm. only natural, and so am I. So Great. with that, I'm going to thank you again. I'm going to bid you a good night, and I'm wishing you the best of luck at Berkeley. Oh, thank you so, so much from the bottom of my heart for all your work and for all all, all our years of, of me studying from you and from you teaching me, really. It has been an, an incredible journey, and I'm really grateful for everything that you have given, you know, taught me, and thank you so much. Well, we at Profty are so grateful to have an artist like you to work with. So keep up the good work and take care. Thank you. Isn't she fabulous? I think the major takeaway from listening to her You know, she's 17 years old, but the thing that she really has going for her is that she's so focused and clear. She gets incredible results simply because she does not allow herself to get distracted by all these other shiny things. She works towards the goal and she won't let go until she finishes it. And I think you can do that too, especially if you have the right team around you. As I mentioned before, I'm part of a team called Profty, and we are here to serve artists. We want to make sure that vocal technique is solid and easily accessible to you so that you're free enough to sing on stage and perform in a way that's natural and that's authentic for you. So if this is something that's interesting to you, um, you'll have to go ahead and check out the uh, show notes. I'll put all that information there because we're just waiting to work on other people who are focused and know what they want. Well, there you have it. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen again. If you haven't done so, please, please leave a comment because that helps. And if you're not subscribed, go ahead and subscribe. Have a great week. Musically Monique.